It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we're all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. I'm with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. So let's jump right in. I was just saying uh, off-air, not often I get to interview another Klein, but I am in, I'm joined by Ruth Klein, who's known on TikTok as the motivation guru and referred to by her clients as their fairy godmother. Ruth is a brand 360 strategist, sales conversion coach, and the author of seven, you heard her right, seven best-selling books. So excited to have Ruth Klein on the program. Welcome to Get Down to Business. Good morning. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Great to have you. Um, Ruth, I always love to get to know the person behind the microphone because who knows, we might be distantly related or something like that. But tell us a little bit about yourself and how you've gotten so focused on uh, some of these areas uh, that you've been writing about. Some of your books, Generation, Why Not? Uh, Time Management Secrets for, for Women. I mean, some really, really impressive materials. Well, thank you. So, you know, it's interesting. I pretty much fell into writing a book. Uh, years ago, I had a friend who uh, was in real estate, and then she went to writers' conferences, and she told me about this writers' conference. And it just so happens that at the time, um, I was a young mother, <clears throat> and I was around so many women who just couldn't find the time to basically breathe and take care of kids and cook. And, um, and I would always get comments like, gosh, Ruth, how do, you, how do you do it? How do you get it all together? And I didn't even know that that was the thing. Um, but then once I, I listened, you know how we, we hear things, but we don't listen. Um, I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a book. And uh, basically, I went to a writer's conference. I um, made a fool of myself because I sat next to whom I did not know as a literary agent. And I asked her all these questions that a novice writer uh, asks, which I think is great. And I still think is great. But she didn't think so. And I didn't know she was a uh, literary agent. And then she gets up. She ends up being the speaker. And she immediately says, if you're going to be a serious author, you've got to know all these things. Not like this woman in the audience who's asking me these questions. That's how it started. <laughs> wild. What a wild journey. Amazing. And uh, again, you've, uh, you've, you've kept going because I know you write about what you're passionate about. And I know that you're super involved in coaching. You've been seen on air on virtually every major media outlet. But one of the things that I know you have been uh, super involved in is working with high achieving entrepreneurs, coaches, mm -hmm. sales professionals and company founders to help your clients expand into bigger possibilities. That means making more money and making a bigger impact. One of the yes. things that you talk about in your books is called activating your genius zone. Ruth, yes. what does that mean? So, you know, 
we all have we all have a genius zone. That's that zone that things come easily to us. Um, one of the first places when I start with a client is I ask them what they enjoy doing as a youngster. And so many people, uh, you know, liked numbers. They, they played with building blocks. They were artistic. They were very, very verbal. For me, I used to talk in my sleep. I used to talk and walk in my sleep. Things have not changed any. I'm still very verbal. I have a lot to say. And so we all have this genius zone, but most of us do not know, number one, that we have a genius zone. Um, we dismiss it. We dismiss those things that are talents, actually, um, that come easily to us because somewhere along the line, we have thought or we have learned or we have heard from family members, from um, society, that, that things have to be difficult in order to, to really make a good career for ourselves, it has to be difficult. And it couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. And so what I like to do is this is all part of a person's brand. Uh, that, and that's where the 360 comes in. The 360 brand is everything about a person. It's their talents. It's their hobbies. It's what they're interested in. It's their opinions. It's how they see the world. It's how they show up. It's their customer service. It's their customer onboarding. Um, it's how they deal with their um, with their staff if they have a staff. It's how, who they are on the inside. It's called the internal brand. It's how they're viewed on the outside. That's their external brand. And so it's a 360. And a brand is a living entity. And it's a living entity because everyone has this genius zone, part of their brand that needs to be um, first become aware of, and then that becomes our differentiator. That is what is able to differentiate ourselves from others. I don't care if you're in, a, in an office full of realtors, an office full of financial advisors, an office full of insurance agents, an office full of lawyers. It's that genius zone that needs to, to come out and we need to let people know about that. But I will share with you, it's very difficult for people to actually see it in themselves. Wow, again, I'm chatting with Ruth Klein who has written uh, some fantastic books on, again, activating your genius zone, but really, really, uh, again, focusing on helping uh, folks live up to their full potential. And Ruth, I would be remiss if I did not talk to you about time management, because you talk about that in your books. In fact, you have an entire book dedicated to the topic, but you practice what you preach, my friend. And uh, I know you have <laughs> achieved a lot in your uh, in your uh, in your professional career. What advice do you have for our listeners that are trying to balance everything, trying to activate their genius zone, but also trying to have a busy personal life and and balance multiple ventures and so on? Any any homework assignments that you have for us? I love it, and and you're absolutely right. We are all busy, and it seems like we're busier now than ever than ever. And it seems that we have more stresses and a lot of our stress, I would say, I would say as much as 80% of our stress is time induced. And so your point is very well taken. We've got to be able to acknowledge it's a time thing, but it's not a time thing. It's a boundary issue. 
It is a, it's not even a scheduling issue. It's a boundary issue because people will step on your, on your time boundaries if you allow them. And so we've got to learn not only when to say no, but we've also got to say, okay, we've got to prioritize. <clears throat> I think this is the number one reason that high achievers get so frustrated is that they want to do everything now. And that's not going to happen. It, think of it, and you may have heard this scenario before, but you know, I'm really hungry. I'm going to go to a buffet and, and I, I love sweets. So I'm going to check out the sweets first to make sure I have enough room uh, in terms of what I'm going to eat. And then I decide what I'm going to have. And they may have four different main courses. I can't eat four unless I'm going to get sick. Same thing with desserts. God, they look, all look good. I've got to make a choice this time around, but I can come back and try another one. And so we've got to be able to 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 guard our time. And one way we can do that, and here's a homework assignment. I'm really good about homework assignments. I give them to my clients all the time. And that is recognize, pay attention to when you have your highest energy. Because what you want to do, you want to be able to work with your time cycles. You want to be able to work with your, um, if you're high energy in the morning. That is not the time to have a meeting. If you're listening here and you're in charge of meetings, do not have a meeting first thing in the morning. That will stop the flow and the energy of the people present unless, unless their high energy is afternoon. Then it doesn't matter. But most people's high energy is in the mornings. So you want to make sure that they're focused on that. And if you have to have a meeting, then have a meeting standing up for 20 minutes. If you can have a TED Talk mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. be blown away in 20 minutes, actually 18 minutes or less, you can have a meeting, awesome. focus on what's necessary, and keep everyone standing. Well, those are some great homework assignments indeed. And uh, Ruth, I love the analogy about the desserts uh, because that's so true. We have to make choices. <laughs> Ruth, speaking of choices, I know... Uh, our listeners have the option of uh, getting in touch with you in so many different ways and picking up one of your many, many books. How can we do that? Um, they can go to Amazon. All the books are on there. Generation Why Not, Time Management Secrets for Working Women, uh, De-Stress Divas, Guide to Life. Um, some of them are, are completely sold out. The Time Management Secrets for Working Women is a millennial now. It's been out there for over 25 years. Um, and... Um, and these books are traditionally published. Congratulations. Except well, I know our listeners can get in touch with you at ruthkline.com as well, as well as find mm -hmm. your books. Thanks so much for joining us. Yes. Thanks. Welcome back to the Advanced Business of the Show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm super excited for this conversation. I'm joined by Joe Hart, CEO of Dale Carnegie Training, the oldest it's 110 plus years and largest training company in the world with operations in over 75 countries. And Joe is also the author of the new book, Take Command, How Business Leaders Can Aptly Navigate Three of the Biggest Challenges Facing Most Companies. We'll talk about some of those challenges in just a moment. But Joe Hart, welcome to the program. Thanks, Shalom. Great to be with you. 
it's great to have you. Um, you know, take command. That's such a uh, such a strong, but I guess that's appropriate um, title for uh, for this book. Find your inner strength, build enduring relationships, and live the life you want. Joe, there's always a story behind every entrepreneur and behind every author of you know writing books. Not easy. Joe, what inspired you to uh, to work on this? You know, Shalom, thank you for asking. It was really a couple things. Number one is that Dale Carnegie's had a huge impact in my life. Um, you know, I was a young lawyer. I took a Dale Carnegie course, and, and ultimately that inspired me to re-examine my vision and, and also think about how I was interacting with people. Um, I ultimately left the practice of law and went into business. And um, so the Dale Carnegie principles and ideas have been huge in my life and my family's life. Um, but, you know, during the pandemic, especially, I just I saw how much people were suffering emotionally. I mean, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. And and I was talking to Michael Crum, who is Dale Carnegie's grandson. And I said, you know, what if we wrote a book that really is about taking command of your thoughts and your emotions and your relationships and your future, um, really building on Dale Carnegie's ideas, leveraging just dozens and dozens of, of stories from people, diverse people from all over the world. Um, how would that sound? He thought it was great. He thought we both really realized that people needed that uh, exposure to Dale Carnegie and that it could, it could really help them in their lives. Well, I hear the passion in your voice. Again, I'm chatting with Joe Hartsey of Dale Carnegie Training and the author of uh, just released book, Take Command, Find Your Inner Strength, Build Enduring Relationships, and Live the Life You Want. So, Joe, what is the premise of Take Command and why should our listeners pick up a copy of the book? Yeah, the, the premise is that, you know, life is uh, it's is short in many ways, right? I mean, one of the things that Michael and I looked at was people who are on their deathbeds will often regret, the number one regret that people have is that I didn't have the courage to live the life that I wanted. And and we know, uh, by the way, we're talking now, my, I turned 55 tomorrow, and I'm looking at this and saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe, how did I get here? Um, you know, it's so easy for, for days to turn into weeks and months and years. And so taking command is about being intentional. It's about Hey, look, you know, um, you got to take command of your thoughts and your emotions. You can't let stress and fear and worry and these things hold you back. Um, you've got to build relationships. I mean, the quality of our lives really are so connected to the quality of our relationships, both at work, uh, in our families, in our communities. And what about our futures? You know, why not wait? Or why don't wait until you get to the end of your life to start to think about the things that are really important to you? Why not do that right now? Why not today? Think about those things that connect to your values and your passion and your purpose and, and start actively uh, taking command of those things. So now's the time. And, and that's part of the reason why we wrote this book. Absolutely. And the workplace is changing. The workplace is changing. We know that it, this, this was happening long before COVID. A lot of people tend to just associate it with uh, the pandemic of the past few years. But remote work is certainly a thing uh, of uh, it's our new reality. Um, but there's been a lot of other changes in the workplace. So, I mean, Joe, I just want to pick your brain on what are you seeing um, as, you, as you engage with business owners and entrepreneurs across the nation and around the world? It's interesting. You know, I ask CEOs, what's the, the one thing that really keeps you up at night more than anything else? And I'm finding a really consistent answer. It's really around their people. You know, they are trying to figure out how do I engage people? How do I how do I keep uh, I've got to acquire uh, talent? I got to keep my talent. I've got people who, who will leave, um, you know, and I'm managing. And how do I how do I create culture in this environment where I've only got people in the office two or three days a week, you know, where I've got people who. Um, we've onboarded and really how do I connect them? So this issue about um, leading teams, creating agile and resilient teams and having people who are connected 
in a completely different environment is the challenge. And it's, it's something that uh, I, I think it's just really a, a great opportunity because those leaders who understand how to take advantage of, of this new workforce, so to speak, and, and can, can succeed and thrive, um, they're going to be able to have companies that will really uh, be the winners uh, in the years to come. Absolutely. Uh, again, I'm chatting with Joe Hart, CEO of Dale Carnegie Training, the author of Take Command, Find Your Inner Strength, Build Enduring Relationships, and Live the Life You Want. Uh, Joe, if I were to, uh, to come up with a one-word uh, explanation for who you are, I'd just say, you know, leader. And uh, leadership is a challenging thing, and I know that you spend a lot of time with you and your team working on uh, helping to develop leaders of the future. Um, but I, I'm really curious what you are seeing in terms of the pathway, the pathway of, of leadership. What is what, what should we be watching for in uh, Gen Z, or I, I don't even know what generation we're up to right now, but what are you seeing in terms of that future of the, of the workforce? Well, what you have with Gen Z that we've seen, we see with them versus other uh, generations um, is, is really a desire. And we and actually, we just completed some research in Dale Carnegie. We call it the empowered employee research. But we've got people who are have different expectations about how they fit into the workforce. They're, they're much more uh, flexible in terms of saying, hey, I'm, I'm you know, I don't necessarily want a full-time thing. I, I, I want part-time or, or they want something that really is going to connect to their passion, their purpose. So it's harder, I think, in many ways to engage uh, Gen Z, but there's also opportunity because when you do, you've got people who are super passionate. And one of the things that they are looking for is, is companies that will invest in them as whole people. Um, it's not just, I mean, if we, if we look back, Shalom, over many, many years, even decades, you know, there was more of a transactional nation or, or uh, nature of work, so to speak, right? Where come, do your work. I've got my work life. I've got my personal life. And it, it's very separate. Now what we see is a blending. And particularly for that generation, you know, people are looking for, you know, how does this fit within kind of how I see my, my overall life? So the opportunity for leadership then is, is to engage people and to be able to create a vision that aligns to the vision that, that each person person has, um, when you can align their vision to that company vision and they, they feel are connected to it, um, then you can really kind of unlock that, that, that passion, that connection, that greatness that people can bring to the company. Absolutely. Uh, so Joe, uh, Take Command is, is more of a modern manual than it is a, a book, a classic book. Um, and it's really, you know, uh, obviously uh, true to the fact of living on with the wisdom of Dale Carnegie's uh, you know, famous book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And one of the things that you talk about in the uh, in Intake Command is uh, how to deal with difficult people and manage conflict, because that is something that regardless what industry you are in, it is inevitable that we are going to face conflict, either personality conflict, but frankly, challenges in the economy, challenges in, in who we deal with internally and externally. What's that big takeaway? What do you want our listeners to know on that subject in particular? Yeah, sometimes I, I think the number one thing is, you know, often when we're dealing with difficult people, you know, we can be very polarized. We will look at the other person. We'll, we'll see all the things that they're doing wrong. We'll blame them. We'll be critical and so forth. You know, but taking command is also about what's my responsibility. So, for example, we talk about if you're dealing with, with difficult people, number one, have you articulated your boundaries? I mean, think about a boss situation. The boss says, hey, Shalom, you know, I need you to uh, complete this project needed by the end of the day. Now, you might say, okay, and do it, and then turn around and grumble. It's like, I got so many things on my plate. How am I going to get to this? 
or, or I've got I've got events I need to attend for my kids tonight. But if you don't articulate your boundaries or you don't give that person an opportunity to understand what you're, you're dealing with, then you might just focus on, on them. So do you have boundaries? Do you articulate your boundaries? Um, and, and frankly, there are times in there are relationships that are, are toxic and that we need to uh, extricate ourselves from and to say, you know what, if, if this is a relationship that doesn't align to my values, then maybe I shouldn't be in it. But the taking command is first about thinking. And I'll just tell you really quickly, I was in Nashville. I was giving a talk on take command and someone had come up afterward and said, you know, before this talk, I was prepared to quit my job because my boss has been so difficult. But I realized that before I do that, I need to look inward and say, am I doing everything that I can do to make this work? And if I can, great. If, and if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't. But I'm going to give it that shot. That's taking command. Well, those are some really important takeaways, and I know everybody can uh, uh, take command by uh, by picking up a copy of the book, uh, which is super easy to get in touch um, with you as well, as well as uh, find the book online. But uh, Joe Hart, where can we learn more about you and your fantastic team? Thank you for asking, Shalom. Uh, DaleCarnegie.com is, is a great place to go. A lot of resources. I, I also have a podcast, information about that and, and white papers. <laughs> Also, uh, takecommand.com for information about the book. Uh, and I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and Twitter. And the handle is at Joseph K. Hart. So that's uh, both LinkedIn and Twitter. Fantastic. And Joe Hart, thank you so much for joining us. We'll link, of course, to Take Command through our show notes as well. But uh, really great conversation. Appreciate you joining us. You could always find out more about our amazing guests from the past 10 plus years of shows all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship on my website, shellandkline.com or get on your favorite podcast app, subscribe, rate, review, and share. But again, shalomkline.com, that's where you can also get in touch with me. Quick break, some commercials, headlines. We're going to be right back on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Don't touch that up. Hey, welcome back to Get Down to Business. We are joined, as always, by the guru of everything health insurance, Affordable Care Act, that is Tom Mirabali. Tom can always be reached at 630-863-3477 or his website, healthplanchicago.com. But Tom is our guru and our expert in everything health insurance. Tom, welcome back. Hi, how are you doing? Fantastic, fantastic. It's great to have you because you always share your wisdom and expertise. Uh, Tom, what is taking place on your health insurance hotline? What kind of inquiries uh, are coming in and what should our listeners know this week? Well, uh, most of the, um, basically most all of the uh, inquiries uh, is how can I eliminate maternity coverage from, you know, I get people 50, 55 years old, 60 years old, and they're stuck in the Affordable Care Act, and um, they don't want to pay a $9,300 per person deductible and out-of-pocket cost um, and a high premium, and they, they feel they're getting screwed by, um um, having to pay for ma- mandatory maternity coverage. So I offer health insurance plans that do not offer maternity coverage um, through companies like um, uh, United Healthcare, Golden Rule, um, uh, Companion Life, North River Insurance through Pivot Health. And these plans are short-term major medical policies that I've been selling, um, oh, for 27 years. But it, uh, when the Affordable Care Act came in and stuck everybody with that mandatory maternity coverage, uh, 
people uh, are uh, accepting the PPO plans that I sell uh, there in Illinois. Uh, it's just the price is so substantially lower, and the out-of-pocket cost can be as low as $2,500. Absolutely. Again, I'm chatting with Tom Arabali, a uh, health insurance expert. And uh, Tom, you've just been uh, talking about how your customers are looking to scrape away from the coverage that they don't need to certainly get all the coverage that they do need at the most affordable pricing possible. So Tom, uh, give us an example of, of some of those uh, calls that you're receiving and, uh, and who you've been able to help with uh, saving some money. Well, I, um, last, uh, May 28th of 2022, um, I have a client that, uh, was 64 years old and, um, and now we just basically did his Medicare supplement at 65, but he ended up having a $5,000 deductible, 100% coverage under um, uh, North River Insurance, which is a short-term company through Pivot Health. And his monthly premium averaged out to be $295 a month. And one of the reasons why is um, with the short-term major medical plans, they allow you to pay up front and give you um, anywhere from a 15 to an 18 percent uh, premium discount. So if he paid uh, the uh, six months up front, it was it was one thousand seven hundred sixty-seven dollars and fifty-one cents, and that basic average is about two ninety-five a month. Well, you're not going to find that in the Affordable Care Act. Uh, you you're lucky if you could get a a twenty-year-old at two ninety-five a month. It's with such a low out-of-pocket cost. And these plans are, are PPO plans. They're accepted everywhere. In an emergency, uh, you can go to any doctor, any hospital. Um, it's not an HMO. You don't have to stay in a specific network uh, like you do with an HMO. Um, but it's a PPO. And God forbid you're in an accident outside of America, you have coverage there too where they stabilize you and give you medical treatment and transfer you back to America so that you're, you're back home in uh, familiar surroundings. So it's sure. a, they're excellent plans. Absolutely. So, so many of our listeners, we'll just close on this point, that uh, so many of our listeners are small business owners and are in the process of developing their own plans, their own coverage, either for themselves personally, but also for their employees. Uh, Tom, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they want to talk about their options and talk, talk about true, affordable care yes you can uh, call me at 630-863-3477 again that's 630-863-3477 or you can contact me via email and my email address is t-m-i-r-o-b as in boy a-l-l-i at yahoo.com t-mirabali at yahoo.com Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I know, Tom, you respond to messages almost instantly, but uh, you take a couple of hours just to recharge those health insurance batteries. Um, I, again, uh, Tom, uh, who, who needs to reach out to you? Uh, who, are, who are those prime prospects for who you can help out with those affordable care options? Well, anybody under the age of 65, uh, and I do sell people over 65 with Medicare supplements, and um, I do provide prescription drug coverages also for the Medicare people. 
And the under 65, uh, I can take uh, families, uh, husband and wife with uh, three, four, five kids, whatever. The children would stay under mom and dad's policy all the way up to age 26. Mm-hmm. And then children have to get their own own policy. But um, and, and if people need help on the Affordable Care Act, I'm more than willing to help them. I know you. I know you will. Uh, Tom Mirabali, again, our guru and everything health, health insurance. Thanks so much for always sharing your expertise with our listeners here and get down to business. Folks can uh, get in touch with you, of course, healthbunchcog.com or 630-863-3477. Quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, this show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. I've got a treat in store for you. I've got a husband and wife duo, Stephanie and Ethan Bull, um, who have a thriving family and a growing seven-figure business it's called Pro Assisting, and most recently, a fantastic new read, The 29-Hour Workday. I'm so excited to talk all about that. Uh, Stephanie, Ethan, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having us. Absolutely. So I love to first get to know the people behind the microphone. Um, I believe, if I understand correctly from your story, that both of you have served as executive assistants um, for uh, for a little while before becoming entrepreneurs. Tell me a little bit about that uh, experience. Yeah. So um, I primarily worked in uh, finance and fashion. I uh, worked for two multi-billion dollar hedge funds. I worked for the CEO directly as um, an executive assistant slash chief of staff um, in that role. And I also had a very brief stint in the fashion world where I worked for the CEO of J. Crew. Um, so that is where most of my experience lies. Wow. Amazing. Uh, that's, that's great experience. And I know it's led to you and of course, Ethan, um, developing pro assisting, which, uh, I'm, I really want to hear some more about because, uh, you are, uh, obviously you, you got married, I understand in 2007, you've got uh, wonderful children, um, but now you're joining forces and making a difference in helping other CEOs, boards of directors and entrepreneurs. So, uh, Ethan, tell us a little bit about pro assisting and what led you to, uh, to launch this new venture. Well, um, Thanks again for having us. Um, after spending 20 years in New York City and our, our second son came along, we decided to move outside of New York City to upstate New York and quickly realized that the term executive assistant as we knew it, um, really being that single point of contact slash Swiss army knife for our principals was a little bit different in these smaller markets. and. Um, what we also saw was that there was a gap between what a virtual assistant provides compared to a full-time assistant. And we felt that there was an opportunity to kind of fill that gap with a remote fractional executive assistant service. Um, We actually partner with top level executive assistants who could command six figure salaries in major metropolitan areas. We partner them Uh, fractionally with uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, non-executive board directors, as you mentioned. And um, we compensate them appropriately and let them do their work. Um, That's kind of where we've positioned our business. 
Awesome. And I know that there are other services that are out there. Um, there's certainly a lot of folks. If you go on one of these uh, one of these sites, you know, you're searching for an executive assistant, you can find somebody. So what's the unique value proposition? Why are you guys better than all the rest? Well, through our careers, we've led teams of assistants and um, we are very good at identifying talent um, based on first and foremost, their hard experience on the resume, but a little bit more importantly, um, their interpersonal skills, work, work ethic, emotional intelligence. And uh, frankly, um, we are compensating them the highest in the remote support space. Um, so these partner executive assistants want to work with us, stay working with us and their clients. And you know, our clients place trust in us in knowing that we're going to identify excellent talent. And we also work off of a three to one executive to assistant ratio, which, which limits the number of clients they have to three, a maximum. And um, that provides Monday through Friday, nine to five full service support. That's awesome. And uh, certainly those executives get uh, get a, a ton in return. And uh, you're, we've talked about this many times on the program, having uh, the right support enables you uh, to be as effective and do what you do best. Uh, so no question about it. So I have to ask about the dynamic of, you know, between uh, the two of you, again, I'm chatting with Ethan and Stephanie, you know, you, you have a wonderful home, you've got two wonderful sons. Um, and, uh, and, but, but, you know, working together, I know you both have your unique uh, skills that you bring to the table. So Stephanie, what is it that you primarily focus on? And what is it that, that Ethan, that you, that you uh, bring to the table? Well, um, we kind of like to say that we each have a lane and the lanes do intersect frequently, but my lane is keeping everything at the house alive. <laughs> so that means, um, I mostly focus on the kids and our big puppy. And I, I do still, I have two clients of my own, but Ethan tends to focus more on the, um, the development of the business, the sales, and also vetting most of our executive assistant candidates. He's the hustle and you're the, uh, you're the sustain. Um, exactly. So uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's great. And certainly your clients benefit. Um, from the stability that you provide, Stephanie, I, I know that for sure. Um, I, I, we're going to talk about the 29-hour work week when we come back after a very quick break over here. Uh, but I, I'd be curious uh, to, to know about any unique industries or any unique trends that you're seeing right now in terms of where you and your amazing team uh, at uh, Pro Assisting has been able, have been able to assist. I'll just say that we really view the executive assistant role at the top level of being industry agnostic as well as principal agnostic. So the industries we cover is pretty much everything, which makes it a little hard um, in terms of exactly defining what we do. But if you think of it from the other direction, a great executive assistant could work in finance, could work in healthcare, could work in publishing. It's all about really forming that know, like, and trust relationship with their client. And, and once that's formed, the industry knowledge, the interpersonal relationship just mm -hmm. builds naturally from there. In awesome. terms of what we're seeing, a lot of AI is coming down the pipe and, and oh, really sure. breathing. Well, maybe we'll get, be able to get to that in just a moment. A quick break here on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about the 29-hour workday in just a moment.
Welcome back to Get Down to Business. I'm continuing my conversation with Stephanie and Ethan Bull, um, who, uh, as you can probably imagine, are a wonderful couple. Uh, but they have uh, launched Pro Assisting, uh, which originated from their full-time careers as executive assistants. And now they are really taking it uh, to assist entrepreneurs, business owners all over the world, including folks like you, our amazing listeners, and we'll get you in touch with them in just a moment. So Stephanie and Ethan, again, thanks for uh, joining us on the program. I alluded to this right before the break, but uh, you didn't have enough in your life between those two children, uh, the big puppy, and of course, a thriving seven-figure business. So you decided to spend some time and write the 29-hour workday. Uh, um, tell us a little bit about that. You know, uh, we really felt that we had a wealth of knowledge about how uh, a principal can really leverage great executive assistant support, how to find that support and how to nurture it. And so the 29 hour workday is basically an instruction manual for high performers on how to get the most out of their relationship with, a, with an executive assistant, either if they've never used one before or they want to make sure they're getting the most out of out of the relationship that they do have. So what's what's the most important takeaway? You know, we we uh, air this show on Sundays, and I always love that because it gives people homework assignments and some next steps for the week ahead. What would you like to see our entrepreneurs and and listeners on Get Down to Business put into action in the week ahead? Um, I would say um, just try to put trust. In the, in the people that you work with, in your current assistant, or as you think about, you know, perhaps hiring someone, um, know that they have capability and they're probably yearning for some more responsibility and just try to, to hand that trust over. It can be really difficult for type A personalities. I am one of them to sort of uh, delegate and think about what someone else could take off their plate, but know that that person is probably more than capable and will also come up with ways organically as you work longer together to find ways to save you time. And, you know, you guys are masters at uh, balancing the, uh, the personal and professional, and perhaps that's why the book is called The 29-Hour uh, Workday. Uh, you, like you said, Stephanie, when you are able to, uh, to prioritize, to delegate, um, you can accomplish that much more. But uh, I mean, was there an aha moment for you when you realized, gosh, uh, we can both by by bringing on talent, um, but also in uh, prioritizing that you've been able to make that difference in your personal and professional careers? I honestly, I just think in the beginning, we were kind of finding our way in the dark, if you will. Um, we weren't used to being entrepreneurs. We were W-2 employees. And um, so it was a, it was a learning curve, um, but we welcomed it. And, you know, it, it is interesting how being a, being an entrepreneur is different in that even when things are going great, you can still be stressed. Um, and so Stephanie and I constantly work on our communication to make sure we're both on the same page and, and moving in the right direction. And frankly, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and it's really strengthened, really strengthened our relationship. That's awesome. Well, Stephanie and Ethan Bull, thank you so much for joining us on the program. I know our listeners will want to get in touch with Pro Assisting as well as find a copy of the new book, uh, The 29-Hour Workday. Where can we do that? And where can we get in touch? 
Well, both Stephanie and I are active on LinkedIn, uh, Stephanie Bull, Ethan Bull under LinkedIn, and our website, proassisting.com, um, has a tab for our book, but also explains our fractional remote executive assistant service. Well, really appreciate you joining us on the program and sharing your expertise with our listeners. I look forward to bringing you back on as uh, you continue to uh, share uh, best practices, but uh, hopefully our listeners will get in touch with you uh, and your team at Pro Assisting uh, so you can uh, maximize your your effectiveness, your uh, your ability to make a difference, and definitely lots of homework assignments and takeaways over there. That's a wrap for us here on the show. All about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkwan.com. Subscribe, rate, review, and share on your favorite podcast app. It's a success. Let's get down to business. Mm-hmm.